Hello, everyone. Welcome to To Be Heard Podcast, your weekly faith-filled and motivational podcast where listeners are encouraged, culture is challenged, and the truth can be heard. My name is Ayana Simone, and I am your host for this podcast. And if you want to know more about who I am and what I do, be sure to head on over to my website at ayanasimone.com and be sure to sign up to become a member so I can stay connected with you every Wednesday via email. And if you want to stay closely connected to the podcast, be sure to follow To Be Heard Podcast on Instagram. That way you can stay in touch with each and every episode. And ladies and gentlemen, as I've been saying for the past couple of To Be Heard Tuesdays, um, just as a warning and a reminder to us all that season two of To Be Heard Podcast is coming to an end. Um, Every season runs through the month of October all the way through the month of March. And so being that we're reaching the end, uh, that marks the end of season two of the podcast. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. We still have some weeks to go, but I've got to be honest with y'all. I've already began the morning process over season two of the podcast. I am going to miss posting an episode um, every week for y'all, a brand new To Be Heard Tuesday every week. But um, as much as I've been having fun recording each episode, I hope that you've been enjoying listening and that, you know, the mission of To Be Heard podcast is being fulfilled that you're encouraged, the culture is challenged, and the truth is heard. Um, Of course, season two, I stated at the beginning that I'm a little more intentional about making sure that every To Be Heard Tuesday you tune into, you hear the message of the love of God. That goes for every To Be Heard Tuesday from season one through season two, but um, season two, I was a little more intentional about doing that. So I hope that you heard that, and I hope that you received it well with every episode that you listened to. Um, But, you know, as much as I'm mourning over this season, I'm also looking forward to what's next and anticipating all the new things that are coming to the website and um, new content, new features, all of those things. You'll have to be a member to be a part of a lot of it. So make sure that you sign up to become a member. That's ayanasimone.com slash members. Go ahead and check that out. Sign up to become a member. Love to have you a part of um, the group. And just in general, you guys, like when I say new season, I mean like all around new season. I'm just ready for it. Like not just for the website, but just in general, like If you live in an area or a location where you have the traditional four seasons, um, spring, summer, fall, winter, like just the traditional seasons, I'm looking forward to spring, like to having longer days of, of sunlight and, you know, seeing the flowers bloom and just like warmer weather. Like I am so excited. That is the perfect sign for a new season and I'm ready to step into it. And I know, I believe that we all are, (laughs) you know, in the general sense, like just moving forward. Gosh, like we need some relief. And so being that we're walking into spring, that's also a good reminder for us too. But anyway, with that being said, let's dive into today's To Be Here Tuesday, because what I want to talk about, I mean, I keep breaking up seasons, but One thing that I want to discuss today um, is a challenge that I've actually faced uh, throughout this entire season of season two of To Be Her podcast. So this entire season alone, there's just been one area that I've been most challenged by um, throughout the past couple of months of season two of To Be Her podcast. And being that we're coming to an end and I do want to slowly but surely recap the entire season as we um, reach that final To Be Her Tuesday of, of season two. Um, I want to talk about that challenge today and maybe you be you're you're able to relate to this or um, hopefully I can encourage all of us at the end as I try to do with every to be here Tuesday. But um, the main area that I've been challenged in 
brace yourselves. Um, the main area I've been challenged in is honestly the area of faith. But for the purpose of today's To Be Heard Tuesday, I'm not going to use that word faith, but I'm going to use that word belief. So in other words, I've been mainly challenged in the area of what I believe in. Because it's no secret, I say this in most episodes from season one through season two, um, just about my background. Like, I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up in a Christian church. um, And not that anyone has ever said this to me, but I think I've put some people under the impression that, you know, because I grew up in that type of environment, um, that's why I believe what I believe today. And that's not true. Um, I've shared before that, you know, I had a very significant encounter with Jesus right before I turned 14, right before I entered my freshman year of high school. And I made a personal decision for myself that I was going to follow Jesus. Um, So in other words, it wasn't on the basis of my parents' faith or what my parent or my pastors taught me as, as a kid growing up. But for the first time, I actually took my I put my faith to it and I made a personal decision to follow Jesus, regardless of what people say, regardless of, you know, who was with me or who wasn't with me. In fact, the way I saw it, I'm like, if my parents ever said, you know, Yana, we were kidding that whole time about Jesus, like we actually don't believe in him. I would still believe in him like that was that I was that serious about the personal decision I made about following Jesus. Um so I say that to say, you know, it wasn't just a, my like my parents' faith isn't the foundation for my faith. I believe this for myself. But I won't deny the fact. Here's one thing I won't deny. I won't deny that what I grew up hearing and what I grew up being taught, I won't deny that those things did not influence my decision to follow Jesus. So it's a personal decision I make, uh, I made to follow Jesus. But in a lot of ways, it was influenced by what I grew up hearing. So in other words, what I believe today has been very familiar to me throughout my life. Like what I believe about Jesus, what I believe about the Bible, none of it has ever been new to me. Like I literally grew up hearing about everything that I believe today, about the cross, the blood of Jesus, forgiveness of sins, the way that he loves us, how he loves us, how deep his love goes, how perfect his love is. All of that I'm very familiar with. Like, it's not new to me. It's never been new to me because I grew up in that environment. Meaning that what I believe about Jesus, I know those things very well. Like, if I didn't put my faith to it, if I decided to not believe in Jesus, it doesn't change the fact that I know so much. Like, I know scripture. I know the gospel. I know about the cross. I know all of those things, and so what I've been challenged by um, these past couple of months, uh, season two of the podcast, one thing that I've, I've been challenging myself in understanding and in recognizing, and what I want you to hear on today's To Be Her Tuesday, is that what I know about Jesus, what I know about the Bible, what I know about uh, the gospel and about Christianity and its beginnings and, and what it means and all of those things, what I know about those things are not enough. In other words, I have to believe those things. I can't just know them, but I have to believe them because knowing is not enough. And so in the way that I've been challenged, one thing that um, I've been saying to myself specifically, because I feel like deep down, honestly, like looking at my life as a whole, I've seen Jesus do way too much for me to be like, I don't believe in you. (laughs) Like I, I really, I mean, he's been so good to me. I cannot say that I'd ever turn my back like I literally made up my mind I'm going to follow Jesus but if I ever decided to like take my faith out of it and go off of what I know like I know a lot about the gospels and I'm saying this humbly by the way don't don't take this as me like 
trying to preach absolutely not i'm just saying like with the background that i have like from the jump i knew about john 3 16 i knew about the gospel like the heart of it and who jesus is what he did why we celebrate why we worship i learned all of that at a very young age and so um the risk that i have now being a church kid you may be able to relate to this but um there is that temptation to you know speak off of what i know and to live off of what i know and to share the gospel base basing everything off of what I know and not off of what I believe. And there's a huge difference. And there is, I feel like some tension between what I know and what I believe because anyone can study the Bible. Like you can study the Bible as you would for a test for school. Like you can study it and not really know what you're studying, but you take the test, you pass it and move on. Like anyone can study it and, and not be changed by it. You have to have a really hard heart to study the Bible and not change your heart because it'll read you. It will it will tell you stuff about yourself. Like once you read the Bible, it reveals so much about the heart of God. And in that, as you stare at the heart of God, the Bible, I mean, it says that reading the Bible is like looking into a mirror. Like you also see some blemishes in your own life and uh, the way that the Holy Spirit convicts and c- convicts and corrects is um amazing and really specific in the way that he does it but in understanding the tension between like what you know and what you believe anyone can do things based off of what you know and i'll say this for my own life there is a risk of me doing um everything that i want to do as far as writing and podcasting is concerned there is that risk of doing those things off of what i know off of you know, the basis of what I grew up hearing as a little girl growing up in a Christian home and in a Christian church and not out of what I believe about Jesus. And so the way that I've been challenging myself, um, you know, in very specific terms, like not just like, do you believe Jesus as a whole? I believe I always will. But like specific things about what the what the Bible says, like the Bible says over 365 times to not fear. Do I really believe that the Bible means what it says when it says don't fear? Like, do I really believe that there is no fear in the perfect love of Jesus Christ? Do I really believe that? Like, because in theory, I can say it and I can know that's true. I can know that Jesus really is who he says he is in the Bible. You know, it's not going to go back on his word that the Lord is a man of his word. He doesn't go back on his word. I can know all of those things and not believe it. But I've been challenging myself saying, Yana, don't get too familiar with what you know But put your faith to it, like really believe that there's no reason to fear. Yes, there's scary things happening left and right, but there's no reason to fear because of who is on your side, because of who you put your faith in. Like you have to really believe that. And even further, I'll give you a a quick story. Um, Just uh, if I can like break it down in a different way, not necessarily looking at it from um, a spiritual aspect, but even like. I've have I have two of the best parents in the world and I've said this before I'll say it again my mom and dad are the best and one thing that they would do in raising my sister and I one thing that they would do is that they would have these affirmations prepared for us and my parents they would have us say these things over and over again and I remember um, a lot of the times my dad he would make me say it like out of the blue especially if he knew that I wasn't in a good mood or I needed some encouragement He would say, like, tell me what I want to hear. And they would have us, like, recite and repeat these affirmations. And so, you know, I would always say, like, whenever he'd say, you know, tell me what I want to hear, I would repeat, you know, I'm special. You love me. I'm your precious angel. Like, he would have this, like, thing, thing for me to say over and over again so that I'm affirmed and reminded 
of who I am and how my father sees me, how my parents see me. Again, I have two of the best parents in the world. And that was uh, one thing that they would do in growing up. And um, and it started when I was really little. Like when I was able to talk, they would speak those things over me and have it say back to them. But I got to be honest with you. Like by the time I was 12 years old, I started mumbling those things. Like my dad, he'd, he'd say like, tell me what I want to hear. And I'm like, <sighs> like, you love me. I'm special. Like <laughs> I'm your pineapple. Like I would say it. But, like, it got to a point where it was so familiar. Like, I just got so used to saying it that it wasn't as effective. And I think in the same way, we can do that when it comes to our faith. Like, we believe, you know, we hear it over and over again. Oh, Jesus loves us. He's good. He's merciful. He's full of grace, full of truth. Like, we can hear all of these things about him. And we can get to a place where we just know those things and not believe those things. And in mentioning my father, like my my earthly father and the role that he's played in my life, I recognize that not everyone has a father like mine. And that breaks my heart. Um, I believe that everyone should grow up with a strong father figure, same as a strong mother figure. But I believe that a father figure is really important. And the fact that not everyone has that, I want to encourage you and remind you that you can have a good father figure. In fact, the best father figure, I am talking about Father God. Uh, the way that he becomes your father is when you put your faith in his son, Jesus Christ. And I want to make that clear that, you know, just because you're created by God and you're loved by God doesn't mean you're a child of God. You can be a child of God by putting your faith in Jesus and God. He is more than excited to adopt you into his family and become your your father, your heavenly father. But that's only done when you put your faith in Jesus. So when you put your faith in Jesus, you can have those same affirmations from your heavenly father. And all of those affirmations can be found in the word of God, the Bible. And so with that being said, though, because at the beginning of my faith journey, I would celebrate the fact that God loves me and he was for me, not against me. And all of the truths that are found in the Bible concerning his kids, concerning the children of God, all of those things I would be so excited about. But then I lived a little bit and I went through some stuff and I got to be honest with you. I was really challenged and specifically in this season alone, I've been challenging myself like, Yana, do you still believe that Jesus is for you and not against you? Or do you just know that now because you, you've heard that verse, Romans 8.31, over and over again? Because I've gone through some things where I'm like, it feels like the whole world is against me. And I know that's dramatic, but sometimes I feel like I feel really alone. And so I'd have to challenge myself, like, don't just know that Jesus is with you and not against you, but believe it. Because there is a difference between knowing and believing. And knowing is not enough. You have to believe it. And so if I can be honest with you, though, um, this topic of, you know, knowing versus believing, this topic is is inspired by a conversation that was had in John 3 in the Bible. Many of us know John 3, little do we know, and we'll talk a little bit more about it. But in John 3, if you study it, it's a conversation between Nicodemus, who was a Pharisee, he was a teacher of the religious law. Um, and if you know anything about the Pharisees of that day, they did not like Jesus. They knew the law, they knew the scriptures, but they didn't like Jesus. Okay, so just keep that in mind. They're religious teachers who don't like Jesus. Because there's a difference between being religious and being a Jesus freak. Okay, can I get a somebody amen that right there? <laughs> but that that's Nicodemus. He was a he was a Pharisee, member of the Jewish council, and then there's Jesus. And so Nicodemus comes to Jesus discreetly. He doesn't want his, his other Pharisee friends to know that he confessed this. But Nicodemus tells Jesus, like, like, 
Jesus, we know that you're the son of God. We know that you're the Messiah. We see everything that you've been doing and we we know like you're the one that uh, Moses prophesied would come and that the prophets of old prophesied that you would come like Jesus. We know that. And if you study the language of Jesus throughout that entire conversation, not only does Jesus reveal to Nicodemus that Nicodemus really doesn't know anything, but he also reveals that knowing is not enough that you have to believe it. In fact, he says explicitly in John three sixteen, and this is the verse that many of us know. I don't want to say all of us knows because if you don't know it, it's okay. But a lot of people, including atheists, know this verse. John three sixteen: for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Notice how Jesus says, whoever believes in him. Not whoever knows him shall not perish, but have eternal life, but whoever believes in him. And again, that's John 3.16. That you want to talk about what we know. Many of us know John 3.16, but do we believe John 3.16? That's one of those verses that I've heard literally my whole life. John 3.16. And because I'm familiar with it, and I've heard it so many times, I've been tempted to let John 3.16 not hold any weight to my life. Like, oh, that's just another verse, another popular, you know, Bible verse. Everyone knows it. But no, like the weight of that and the power of that, I want to believe it. I don't just want to know it. I want to believe it. The fact that he says, whoever believes in Jesus shall not perish, but have eternal life. Not whoever knows Jesus, because knowing isn't enough, but whoever believes Jesus shall not perish, but have eternal life with him. Whoever believes, key word believes. Again, can't say it enough, and I want you to hear it on today's To Be Heard Tuesday, but knowing is not enough. You have to believe it. And so before I end this To Be Heard Tuesday, the title of this episode is called Believe It or Not, because while I could end this episode and say, you know, oh, just believe in Jesus and and that's it. Like, that would make for a good episode. Believe in Jesus, period. Like, that's it. I'm titling this episode Believe It or Not because... One thing that, and this is kind of where I've I've challenged myself this past season, you know, yeah, believe in Jesus, put your faith in Jesus, but not just put your faith in Jesus, but put your faith in only Jesus. Because one thing that I've recognized that I've, I've lived a lot of my life and I've studied this um, the past couple of months, but a lot, I think a, a lot of us, we live our lives in a way where it's like, I'm speaking to the church here, but sometimes, you know, we'll say, yeah, I believe in Jesus. But the moment fear starts talking, we also believe the voice of fear. Or, you know, like, yeah, I believe in Jesus. But the moment, you know, you hear someone has a a different opinion or a different, you know, view or different perspective, then you're like, okay, well, maybe I believe that too. What I want to tell you on today's To Be Heard Tuesday and what I've been telling myself these past couple of, of months here on the podcast behind the scenes is that, you know, it's one thing to believe in Jesus, but to solidify that and saying, no, I'm only going to believe in Jesus. Meaning I believe in Jesus and not fear. I believe in Jesus and not what people think. I believe in Jesus and not what the news is saying. Like I believe in Jesus and Jesus alone. Cause you can't just believe it. It's like, it's like you believe it or you don't like you have to make up your mind about what you believe. That's what I've been telling myself. Like Yana, you can't serve both God and fear like you're gonna have to cut one of them out because the way that we're made like we're not made to serve two masters like we're not made to live a double-minded life or one part of us we serve Jesus and the other uh, other part of ourselves we serve some something else someone or something else like no we we have to make up our minds James speaks about you know a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways 
So we have to become single-minded in what we believe and who we believe, that being Jesus. And so I've really been challenging myself in this area and, and telling myself and asking myself, you know, Yana, you either believe the Bible or you don't. Like when the Bible says not to fear over 365 times, like you can't just know that the Bible says that over 365 times, but you have to believe like, no, if the Bible says it, then no, I'm not going to fear. I believe that. Not like, oh, I, I, I believe it, but God, once I get into a scary situation, which I, I mean, it's normal. It's normal to have that natural response of fear when something's scary. But no, putting my faith in the word of God saying, this is what I believe. I believe that there's no reason to fear because of the person of Jesus Christ. So I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm, I'm not going to play that like I believe a little here of Jesus and I believe here. No, I'm not just going to know Jesus, but I'm going to believe Jesus. And when I believe Jesus, I'm going to believe only Jesus. That's been like my headspace the past couple of months. And I think it needs to be heard. And so if you um, are in that situation where it's like you believe in Jesus or you know a lot about Jesus, but you don't believe in him, I encourage you put your faith to it. Actually put your faith to it. Don't just go off of what you know, but believe it too. believe in the gospel, believe in the person of Jesus Christ. How do you know the person of Jesus Christ? You got to know him. You got to study the Bible, spend time with him, be in prayer. You can even pray, God, reveal yourself to me and put your faith in what he shows you because he's going to show you if you pray that prayer. I promise you that. But put your faith in it. And then when you put your faith in it, let that be the only thing you put your faith in. Don't put your faith in God and then in the, in the hands of what people think of you or what people say or think. No, put your faith in the Lord. For me, my challenge, the way I'm challenging myself is, Yana, put your faith in Jesus, not in, in fear. Don't believe in the voice of fear, but believe in Jesus all the way, all or nothing. You know, we can't, leave a, we can't live a double-minded life. Put your faith in him. And that's all I want to say on, on today's To Be Heard Tuesday. I could not let that go unsaid. As the season comes to an end, I'm, I'm scrambling. I'm like, I have to say everything I've ever wanted before the season ends. And this was among the topics that needed to be heard. And so if this episode blessed you, please let me know by rating this episode, leaving a review. Connect with me over on the To Be Heard podcast Instagram page. And make sure that you come back next week for a brand new To Be Heard Tuesday. The countdown continues for the end of season two. And I cannot wait for you to hear me next time right here on to be heard podcast